episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm Venture. I'm Hannah. And we got a great episode for you guys today. Go ahead and tell the listener your name and where you're from. All right. I am Alex Lewski, and I'm actually from Syracuse, New York. Syracuse, New York. When did you move out here? About three and a half years ago. Mm. And honestly, no better reason than just chasing some better weather. There you go. (laughs) Syracuse, New York. I'm going back uh, next week for Christmas. Yeah. That'll be fun. And it's like 30 degrees Mm. is the high. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. No. So. Is there a lot of snow? <laughs> uh, not right now, but no. there will be in like February, yeah. March. I was born in April in a snowstorm. Oh Ooh. So gosh. it continues on. No, you let them know. Rain check. I'll be back for Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like, or if the Buffalo Bills get into the Super Bowl. Oh, that'd Ooh. be good. Big Bills fan, huh? Well, you know what? I jumped on my family's bandwagon with that. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so I support the Bills because my family's really supports yeah right i so, think that's how i am with like football or like other like like sports in general of like i don't really have my team but like whoever i'm hanging out with like oh they're super like la like rams fans i'd be like okay well i guess we'll we'll cheer for rams right yeah, now but yeah. i'm like oh, i don't care it's whatever <laughs> whoever wins wins <laughs> So is your dad like a big times Bills fan? Does he remember when they were actually good, like back in the 90s or the 80s oh, or yeah. something like that? They've been in for like the nitty gritty yeah. part of the Bills. They're true fans. That's mm. a that's a dry spell, babe. <laughs> the Bills, I think, went to the Super Bowl like four years in a row or five years in a row, something like that mm. back in the day. I don't think they won once. Like, really? yeah, I think they lost like back to back Aww. to back to back. It's like they're the greatest team to never win a Super Bowl. And yeah, that's got to suck, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, hey, I just kind of wanted to, maybe if you can tell the people, obviously you work at a lot of different places and do your things, <laughs> a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I actually moved out here, I was, I guess, starting from Syracuse. I went and did my master's in Syracuse at Syracuse University. And mm, then fancy, huh? after that, I worked <laughs> in Syracuse and I was like, all right, you know, as a graphic designer, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I'm still I still do some of that freelance, but... Then I was like, okay, I, something needs to switch. So I went and visited my cousin in Ireland. Mm. And she was like, okay, she came over. And she kind of knew that I wanted to switch. And I, I was sort of close with my cousin. But then we became like sisters once. Yeah. I went and visited her and everything like that. And she's like, okay, there's this visa you can apply for. So apply for this visa. It's one year after you graduate, whether it's your undergrad or your graduate program, that they take U.S. citizens and all you have to do is provide to their economy in some sort oh, of wow. the world. So you can work anywhere wow. in cool. Ireland. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'll try to apply for it. Little did I know you just have to pay for it. And then they accept you. Uh, okay, oh. so I paid whatever it was, like 350 like, bucks. apply yeah. for it, air <laughs> yeah. quote. Yeah. Huh? yeah. So then I moved to Dublin. And I've just always been in fitness, but I didn't work in fitness over there. I worked at Google for just like um, kind of like a startup incubator, mm. kind of similar to Shark Tank. Oh, okay. And then... That's really when it all happened. I got my visa was done. And then to get your visa extended, you have to be like something that they can't find in Ireland. Right. And like a contract gig. Okay, they can find anyone to shuffle Mm -hmm. in and out of Google. Yeah. So I moved back to Syracuse. I don't even remember what I was doing in the meantime. (laughs) And then I applied for a job in Huntington Beach in advertising. In in Syracuse. And then you applied to a West Coast job. Cool. Yeah, never been. And I was like, okay. And then they called me and they're like, can you move in two weeks? I was like, oh sure. My. Okay, let's yeah. do it. So I packed up my bags. And then I just called like a Volkswagen dealership. And I was like, do you guys have a car that yeah. I could lease? And they're like, yeah, because I found one right next to the office in mm-hmm. Huntington. So I got an Airbnb for like two months. Tried to figure out if I liked Huntington. And, and who doesn't like Huntington, right? You know, I liked it, but it wasn't the really the community I was looking for. Because right. you yeah. do have to drive everywhere mm-hmm. and it's kind of spread out and then as far as like um a big strip of things it's just that main yeah. street yeah and that's where my job was so mm-hmm. i kind of wanted separation of like church and state there yeah <laughs> right you know right, yeah um so yeah then i was asking my coworkers, i was like i'm not feeling huntington beach for me personally like where should i go mm-hmm. and they're like take the day go to long beach check it out yeah. go to second street and they gave me all these places to check out so i drove to long beach checked it out and i was like okay this fits yeah Found a roommate on Facebook, moved in with her, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit, and I feel like that changes the climate for everyone. Right. I was working from home, and not to say that I didn't like that job, it was just not fulfilling like the social aspect that I've always been in tune with, and then just not seeing people, I was like, okay, I got to do something else. So I started at Orange Theory, mm-hmm. applied for that. I, I've always been in 
sports and I played college lacrosse. Oh, then, fun. So, yeah, so very East Coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> played on a Division One team. We weren't good, but still Division One, so we still there had to put go. in the hours. Yeah. Um, so I always had that background anyways. I got all my certifications, and then I played Orange Theory, started there, and I was working like 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Orange Theory, mm. then worked my 9 to 5, and then would go back for the night shift. Wow. Mm. And then after a while, I was like, I think I'm just going to – hang up the advertising for now. Right. And then see if I can jump into this full time. So I was working at Iconics down the road at as the 5 a.m. instructor there when mm. I wasn't at Orange Theory. So every day was a 5 a.m. class. Mm. And then once I hung up the advertising, I just stayed with Iconics and then I just moved into more personal training at Iconics mm. and then into the Long Beach Studios. From I like theory. that. I like Fun. that. So I've been like bumping around Huntington, then into Long Beach. And then I just kind of told the Huntington studios, like, I really want to focus my whole mission is like the community of Long mm. Beach. Cause you can get a good workout anywhere. Yeah. It's more so building who you're like communicating with and whose lives you're touching. Right. So I kind of wanted to stay in a smaller circle that I could make more of an impact in their lives specifically. I like that. So yeah. you live yeah. like here right now? Yeah. 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 I'm just down the road. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love it here. I, I, I the whole like community thing you're talking about, I feel it here. Yeah. Even though we're all, I think there's like such a diverse group of people here, but it still feels like we're like a little community. Like we have mm-hmm. Second Street and totally. we, like Belmont Shore is like, I love it. You're right. Yeah. And it's funny too, because I think if I ended up in like LA proper, mm. I would have been chewed up and spit out during COVID yeah. and be back on the East Coast and be right. like, that is not it. And so I think I'm very lucky that I ended up in Long Beach yeah. where people are a little bit different. The pace of life yeah. is just different. It's like not quite LA. It's not quite Orange mm-hmm. County. Yeah. It's like a little blender of the two. I know. And people don't ever really know about Long Beach and what the vibe is. And then everyone right. comes like, whoa. Yeah. They you like it. this kind of hidden gem. Yeah, mm-hmm. for know? sure. Definitely. At Orange yeah. Theory, do you, I have to ask. Do you guys have a girl that her name is Haley? Yeah. So I'm friends with Kaylee, okay. which is her really good friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And me yeah. and Kaylee were talking about this the other day at work because <laughs> she was talking about Haley and um, how like, I don't know how we got into it, but we got into the Orange Theory and how yeah. she works there. And I just wanted to mention that. I was yeah. Like, Shout yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's cool. What kind of teach? Well, hold on. Before we start talking about like the classes that you teach and mm-hmm. lead, what was your favorite part of Ireland? Oh, man. I think I always kind of recognize when you have conversations with people, mostly in Ireland, but pretty much anywhere in Europe, is people don't really ask you what you do mm-hmm. for a nine to five. Yeah. They ask you more so what you're interested in. Oh, that's cool. So I really took that to heart when I start to talk to people. I don't really love to ask them right off the bat what they do. It's more so find out who they are and see if their job is more something that keeps them on their two feet or if they're invested Mm. in their job in a sense of actual interest. Mm. I like that because I, I mean, I, I grew up in Sweden. Okay. um, So I have the whole Europe thing going on. Um, And here it's very job focused. Everything is very work and job and what do you do and how much do you make and this and that. So I like that. I've never really thought of that, but it makes so much sense that like here it's very what do you do for work? Like that's like the number one thing yeah. about you. And that's like what's important about you when in reality that's not really what's important. Like it's more yeah. of like, well, what do you like to do? Who are you? Like do you have a family? Do you, like that is so much more important. And I, I think in Europe we value that more totally. than what you do for work. Yeah. And honestly, if, if you can find the sweet spot where what you do is – what you are right. interested in that's amazing yeah i just think that over there they don't care as much yeah you know um yeah. so i think that was my favorite part is that the conversations were always a little bit different mm. because no one genuinely cared or remembered what you did right yeah <laughs> i like just kind of wanted to have like a good laugh yeah, let's go out. to the bar yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's a lot of fun oh on the east coast too something i want to know is do people from the west coast frequently migrate to the east coast like did you know a lot of people that are like yeah i'm from la because i east coasters are everywhere even no. in vegas every they're always coming over you know what i mean and they're cool like i fuck with you guys you guys are cool but like i don't think that there's for every 10 i meet is there at least like one guy that's like 
like, I'm from Long Beach. And he's like in somewhere. I don't somewhere. think so. Yeah. I mean, come on, 30 degrees. Yeah, we're just not going <laughs> out there. We're going to sign up for that. <laughs> that's cool because that's what I was thinking. But like I clearly haven't lived there and then been like, oh, yeah, no, we have a community of people yeah. here from. But yeah, here you can have like an East Coast community. Like yeah. whole, you can tell the restaurant that's like founded by this guy that's clearly yeah. from like, you know, over there. So are there some things that you miss from the East Coast I that mean, we don't have here? You know what? Pizza is never mm. going to be, and I know that's so common, but it's yeah. never going to be the same. Right. Mm. But, you know, my friend always says, there's no such thing as bad pizza. Like, you can still, right. every pizza is pretty edible. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Um, pizza is still pizza at yeah. the end of the yeah. day, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you a just piece have of, your favorites. Yeah. yeah. It's like favorites. a piece of cake, right? Like, it might be a crappy little store-bought, but, like, it's yeah. still it's cake, cake at the end of the <laughs> yeah. day. I do that's miss nice. the seasons, though. Yeah. You like those? Yeah. I mean, winter shouldn't last mm. eight months, but, you know. <laughs> A touch of more of a fall would yeah. be nice, but you know what? Perks of everywhere you go. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's something I, I can, I can think about that too. Sometimes I'm like, I'm, I wish there was a little bit more of a distinct, like, oh, now it's spring, and then then summer, and then fall, and then winter. But the whole having like winter for eight months, no, I can't do that. Yeah. So then I'm like, no, it's okay. I'll have a little bit warmer winter here yeah. and not have any seasons. Do you go back? I go back like twice a year. Oh, okay. Um, we're going in in. Like two, two weeks, weeks now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, are you near Melmo? I'm not. Okay, I have I'm two a... friends from there. Oh, yeah, I've been there and it's beautiful. I am a little bit more. I'm in Gothenburg. Okay, so cool. I'm a little bit, a little bit higher up. So yeah. it's not too far, but it's a pretty big yeah. city. Yeah, it's. I think it's the second biggest city. Yeah. Um, so is it's Malmo a... the third? Maybe. Yeah. Is it just that the weather's like a little bit better? Is that why it gets a like a better rep or what? In Gothenburg? N- no, Malmo. Is it down? Is that in southern Sweden? It's in southern, yeah. My my um, uncle lives there. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, it's really pretty. I mean, Grant and I went during the summer. Right. So again. The summer, <laughs> honestly, the summer in Sweden is amazing. Yeah. So but why do whole... we keep going in the winter, Hannah? <laughs> Answer me that. Let's let's get that out there. family time. Why do we like, keep getting that? It's it's Christmas there? time. It's New Year's. Is like, it really worth no, it? No, well, yes. honestly, yes, it is. Like, yes, okay, listen. Magical. You have to listen because... I am perfectly fine staying in Sweden for two weeks during the winter. I can deal with rain and cloudiness and coldness for two weeks. The summers, I can stay for a month. Uh Like, that's fine. Like, I'll stay for a month in Sweden during the summer. The wintertime, two weeks is kind of cozy. Like, you're hanging out with family. After the two weeks, then I'm like, "Ah, I got to go. Like, it's getting a little much. I hear what you're saying. So what if I could somehow put a tree inside during the summertime? Could we just skip the whole, like winter experience no. I've, i I could probably <laughs> never go to the cold again in my life and i wouldn't be missing out well like, I'm you totally don't have to okay. go oh I'll go you're without right you. you could go without me huh yeah. but then i'd miss you and like well, what am i gonna problem. do you know what i mean can't do anything about that yeah you're right but it is like pretty thin on the line right there <laughs> like if it wasn't that honestly it's pretty close to where i'd be like mm, i'm good i'll catch the summer trip yeah but it is i talk a lot of shit but it's really fun yeah oh, it's so I have magical a blast. In yeah. The yeah i have a blast just, just don't go after New Year's. Probably the weeks after New Year's are probably pretty grim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think I think end of January, February is like, ugh, yeah. it's kind of shitty. Because like around New Year's and like a little bit after New Year's, you still have like the holiday spirit. They still have the lights up. Like it's still yeah, cute. Yeah. But once all that goes away. Yeah. No. Eternal darkness. Yeah. How many uh, siblings do you have? I have four siblings. A big mm. family, huh? Yeah. Um, one full brother and then three half siblings. Mm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. What did your parents do for work? So my mom and dad, they were like um, working with disabled. Kids. Okay. I don't know what the actual term of the what their career was, yeah. but they met at a facility where they used to take care of disabled uh, kids and adults. Mm. Yeah. People. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. We need lots of kind, big souls like that, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. I know. What do you do with the uh, Orange Theory and all your other training, things like that? What types of classes specifically do you lead? Yeah, so Orange Theory is very much like um, structured. Mm-hmm. So we don't make those workouts. Those are made for us, and then we coach them with whatever spin that we've got as a coach or however we want to coach them to that day. So you'll spend a little time on the treadmill, a little bit of time on the rower, and then a little bit of time strength training. Mm. Okay, cool. So full body, 60 minutes, in and out. Wow. And it's all based around heart rate training. So you wear your heart rate monitor, you see your stats, your metrics while you're working mm. out, and then it goes into your app, and it's all all about metrics and figuring out how your heart becomes healthier. Oh, so wow. it's kind of interesting because 
it's like all able bodies in the room, but it's very much different ages and body types, but it's really taking care of like the most important muscle that you can't even see is your heart. And that's the only time is that hour is you can see your heart and what it can do and how it can become stronger. I like that. I love that. Cause I mean, I've always had an issue with someone only doing weight training or only doing one type of workout, but I feel like what you guys do is very, you do everything. Like it's important to kind of incorporate everything. Yeah. I think the founder calls it like the multivitamin Mm -hmm. that you need in your kind of in your regimen. Yeah. Cause then you get, you do get a little bit of everything, but then you're not like overcompensating for one or the other. Right. Yeah. That's cool. And just to see the variance of like how healthy your heart can become if you just spend a little bit of time with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's kind of the cool part too, is the body is so powerful too how hard it's able to run off of like minimum effort for the most part. And then if you put in max effort, right, you really get after it. Shit, the sky's the limit mm. with how good you're able to do. I think I saw on your page you did a marathon recently, I right? I did the half. Oh I'm training for the full. How so was you're training that? for a full, huh? Yeah, so I'm training for the LA full wow. right now. And when re- is that one? That is on St. Patty's Day, actually. Mm. Oh, okay. Yes, Not it's too coming far out. out. Yeah. I know. It'll be mm. here pretty quick when yeah. you got a marathon coming. That's wow. just going to fly right by. I yeah. know. So the reason I'm doing the full, too, instead of the half, is I did the Long Beach half. Mm-hmm. And I've done one half, but like years ago. And I was like, okay, I'll do this. I just recently started a run club in Long Beach. So I was like, okay, this is a great way to like bring my idea of what I'm talking about when I'm talking about my run club and the community and being in it. So I went for the half marathon. I did really well. And then I was like, okay, let, let's look at the LA half. And then as I was getting into it, it was like, you can fundraise and you could do the full marathon. And here's what all your fundraising efforts go to. Mm. So I was reading into all of the organizations that the fundraising efforts can go to. And it's all based around people with neurological diseases or disorders Mm. and I was like okay my whole thing about coaching is you are grateful for like the time that you have here with the body that you have because you don't really know how it can change day to day so you have to be like in this moment with your capable body and I was like okay if I can fundraise towards something I really back then I'm going to do the full Mm. so now I'm doing the full for something that I actually am like amped on yeah that's really cool how do you train for it do you Um, run every single day no what do you do no um three times a week okay like one day i might even just do orange theory because sometimes it's sprint work Mm. so to keep the quick um like fast twitch muscle alive and well and then like a my run club that i do on tuesday nights here right on the beach path we do about four miles so i'll do like a shorter run i guess that could be considered and then i'll do one long run adding a mile each mm. week. Mm. Okay, adding a mile each week. Yeah. I get it. So it like slowly builds up. Yeah, so I think this weekend I'm supposed to be doing uh, <laughs> 12. Wow. But I'm also competing in a fitness competition tomorrow. So wow. I got to see if my body's okay on Sunday. Tell <laughs> us about that. What's the competition? I mean, this one I just saw it because one of the other trainers where I'm at is was has been doing it. I was like, oh, okay, that looks cool. Mm. And it's called High Rocks, and it's everywhere. Mm. It's like all over Europe. It's all over here. And they just kind of bring the competition. And you can do it with a partner. You can do it solo. And basically you work a weighted event, and then you run half a mile. Mm. And then you do another weighted event and run half a mile. And it ends up being like, I haven't even really looked into this. You'll find out tomorrow. (laughs) It's like four or five miles. Wow. And then eight weighted events okay wow yeah that's fun though i'm doing it with a partner so like less pressure and like just doing it to see what i can do yeah wow i want to know how important is your mental health connected to your physical health like for you yeah yeah i mean i think physical health can only happen if your mental health is kind of locked in with Mm -hmm. that so even part of my training philosophy is like train the body train the mind and it kind of happens together because your body's only going to do what your mind tells it to. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So even when I'm coaching, just like as simple as adding a little bit more speed onto something, if you're working on the treadmill or rower, or if we're working out one-on-one, if we're adding just incremental weight each week, you just have to like really be locked into like, I'm going to do this and like, I can do this. And then your body's just going to follow 
I what like your that. mind is already doing. Yeah. You strike me as the type of girl who would probably swim from like Long Beach to Catalina. <laughs> huh? You might have to throw that on the list I'm at some point. I'm not good at swimming, but I turn 30 next year in April. Okay. And so like my whole thing is marathon before 30. And then I told myself between 30 and 33, we're going to go for an Ironman. Oh, so okay. I got to get a little bit better at swimming. And what is the, wow. is it like 20 mile? Like, what is the uh, thing? Is it like a 50 mile run? Like how, how bad it, are we talking it's here? It's a full marathon. Okay. And then I think it's like 52 on the bike. Okay. Wow. Oh wait, maybe a hundred. I think oh, a half geez. is 52. Let's Google Dang. it. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. Thing we have That's the crazy. Is it the same for guys and girls? It's just, I don't know. Okay. Let's see here. How far is the Ironman race? I would do the one in Hawaii. That's like the only one I would yeah. ever consider doing. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing. What the pretty view? Ironman, the full distance. The Ironman triathlon is a series of long distance races organized by yada, yada, yada. Oh, no, this is a, just the triathlon. Well, what is like the full one, though? Come on. See, now. there's all different ones. Yeah, right? It's kind of like not giving me a. Well, that's. Isn't that what it is? You run, bike, and you. Yeah, well, this yeah. one says that it's a 1.2 mile swim. Okay, okay. That sounds about right. 56 mile bike ride. Okay. And then a 13 mile run. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a half marathon. Okay, so. so a half marathon and then a mile swim and then a like 50 or 60 mile bike ride. Wow. Okay, yeah. The swim is what would get me. Just a chill day. Swimming huh? is hard. Swimming is hard. I just sink. Really? Yeah. Yes. I'm not, I'm not the, I keep saying like, I'm not the best swimmer. I will survive in the water. If yeah. something crazy happens, I will survive. <laughs> but like, don't like bet on me swimming fast or swimming good or making there on time. Like I'll survive, but it's no, it's not good. So if you had to pick one of those right now, which one would it be? Would it be the 50 mile bike? A bike. Really? You'd rather bike 50 miles than swim one mile? Yes. I know for yeah. you, definitely. Guys, I think I might pick the swim on this one. Yeah. And here's the thing is I don't have extensive background in swimming. I'm a strong swimmer, but like nothing super crazy competitive or anything, but. I can't yeah. swim a mile. Swimming from here to my sister? Mm, no, yeah. I can barely run it. Definitely. <laughs> That would be, I'd be down for that. I yeah, I'd pick that, that one. I don't want to run a half marathon. I don't want to bike 50 miles. So I'd just die for that one. Biking's kind of chill though. Just bike. Yeah. For 50 miles. <laughs> <laughs> chill. Just chill 50 miles. That's super cool <laughs> I'll though. Do that. But do you feel like a strong sense of accomplishment when you accomplish those milestones? Like if you do a half marathon or a marathon, Ironman, da da da, when you cross the line, are you like, yeah, that was worth it? Yeah, I think so. I like that. I want to hear it. For some reason, I don't have that. Like, I don't have, not, I'm a very driven guy. That's mm -hmm. the thing with all those. But things like that, for some reason, don't look super sexy for me. I support everybody that does it. I'm right there at the finish line, slapping ass. Good job. Like, <laughs> here's your medal. But like, for me personally, I just don't look at that and go like, yeah, that's something I want to do. I like don't, my dad, he runs yeah. like crazy. He yeah. does all the weird stuff. And I think he really feels like, oh, yeah, like it feels good. Like he feels like he really accomplished something. But, yeah, mm -hmm. you don't feel that at all. Yeah. And, I mean, I competed in the decathlon, too. So, like okay. it, it would – like the try wouldn't be such a big transition mm. into something like that. But, yeah, it's kind of funny. Like not knocking it or anything like that, but just for venture. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm cool. I'll yeah. watch. I'd rather watch. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it's the physicality of it, though. So I think it's like I like the way that training helps me – train how I talk to myself mm. or how even I talk to others and how like like with the half marathon my whole goal when I was training for it is like every mile pick a word and then whatever word comes to mind in that mile that's what word you have to like breathe into and create space mm. for mm. And so just what would feel be an that. example word oh man so I thought the words <laughs> were going to be like in the half marathon because first off I had a goal and I don't like to tell the people like anyone Mm -hmm. my yeah. goal time yeah i i'll give you the overarching goal of like i'm gonna run a half mm. marathon right but i don't want to tell people the specific goal because i did listen to a podcast recently that like it takes your level of kind of commitment to the goal once you say it to someone because mm. most people you're going to say it to are people you feel comfortable with and they're going to praise you before right. it happens so then you're like oh i got that sense of dopamine already that i, I don't actually have mm. to work for that anymore Mm, so I've been giving my umbrella goal, but not the specific right. goal with it. So I was like, yeah, yeah here's my goal. I'm going to run 13.1 and every mile I'm going to have a word. I like that. 
I, I like that what you just said though with the praising thing. I don't think that happens in our household. Is it? Do you think I praise you for your you goals? You do not it's praise me for saying I'm gonna work out tonight. Like I'm, no, I might be the type of guy you want to tell your goal to because I'll be in that ass okay. the whole time. I'll be like, well, you're not on pace at all right now. Like actually, you need to fucking get on your horse and let's I go. I wish I got some praising yeah. and some credit for thinking on that. that I'm gonna work out, but yeah. that does not happen. He's like, did you work out today? I'm like, no. I'm like. What the fuck? Like, yeah, and then it's <laughs> like, come on. like you, you have to put the ball in the basket to get the you points. You don't just get to, too. you don't get to hold the mm-hmm. ball. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing because like it, I, I kind of got that because like my um my mom, she's the kindest lady ever. She has the biggest heart. However, she likes to give. It's nepotism, not towards me, but towards like shitty relatives, things like that. You know, you just give mm-hmm. people chances, chance because it's your cousin Bobby. But if it wasn't your cousin Bobby, you would have cut that guy off forever ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And she'll come to me and she'll be like, "But why are you giving that guy money, or why are you like still around with that guy?" Well, it's his family, this and that. And I'm like, "No, you got to fucking put it in the goal in order to get the points. You don't just get points just you know for shits and gigs." So, mm, totally. yeah, I, I, I like that though. You got to really keep it internalized and kind of make it happen. And I think I could be a little more sneaky with my goals. That's something that everybody could take just in general, right? Just kind of keep it under wraps until it happens and just silently walk off. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. I mean, we do a lot of things that are like for gratification of others. Mm. I feel like we do lose a little bit of self gratification. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you can keep just one thing, it doesn't have to be something as big as a full marathon it can be very little things and so then it's like something that you committed to and you worked to and behind the scenes on it right for the full marathon are you going to keep that like one word per mile thing or what i'm going to try but yeah. you know even like so that some of the words that even came up in that like i was like okay just be with that word but some of the words were like tank you what? know like just like <laughs> you know like my legs, my legs were feeling like bricks like mm. heavy mm. yeah but so they're like heavy words, like, like no, like heavy. <laughs> oh, that just was the, the word. word. Heavy. Just like heavy. Yeah. And then oh, I was yeah. like, okay, that's the first word that came to my mind. Mm, that know? one doesn't seem like it's helping though. You need like light. No, but hey, light. you you own it for that mile, yeah. and okay. then you think about like running. Running is very simple thing to think about it with, but like one step at a time, you start to shed mm. that word. Mm. I'm so, gonna try that tomorrow on okay. my run. I like so like that. think about it if you're like whatever word you just have to be honest like whatever word is coming up to your mind even if it's like the good the bad the ugly pick that word breathe into that word create space for that word and then if that space doesn't fit with you so heavy i don't want it in there start to have some sort of release so when i like step i'm stepping into something new Mm. step back is letting go of that word so i'm going towards the new word okay because i don't i don't have space for this heavy anymore (laughs) Mm -hmm. but heavy is like still with me so i gotta let it go did you start running faster when you when you got a word like that? You were like, let me run so fast so I can get rid of this mile. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I just kind of tried to be be with it however it yeah. came, you know? Yeah. How crazy would it sound if you did that out loud? <laughs> I'm feeling heavy, guys. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, like, whoa. Go, just going by like, all right, that chick's crazy. That's funny. Do you listen to music when you run? You know what? It depends on if I'm with like in a race. I do one headphone in, one headphone out mm. okay. so I can still feel like the energy yeah and then i have a little bit of like rhythm yeah to rock yeah to. i always rock one headphone just for safety like i don't ever oh, want to yeah. yeah not get hit by anything something like that i don't really if i run i don't really have music on mm-hmm. i think it, it is a safety thing too mm-hmm. um if i'm out running but if i'm at like a gym or a, faci- a facility of some sort i will most likely have like these on no like, i still go i just want to like stay in my little zone yeah in the gym i'll do two headphones yeah no you gotta go one never know somebody might be sneaking up on you you gotta hear <laughs> it you always gotta stay ready all right i mean uh, i see everything yeah use the reflection yeah. in the window early yeah. morning there he is i yeah. know <laughs> that'd be paranoid yeah that would be i like lot. that so what are some of like your favorite artists or music to listen to what's your background would you grow up listening to oh man i feel like i listen to pretty much I'm not a country girl. Okay. So I'm not into the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had country on like, what, 10 minutes ago? Before <laughs> she came in. We were grooving. Good thing we I turned mean, that off. No, I mean, like, hey, you rock, you rock with it if that's your mm-hmm. thing. Um, but you wouldn't probably catch any of my playlists in classes have some country yeah. in it. Um, but I've been into kind of like, I like to say that like my music taste is this but soft so it's like edm but soft mm. like so like rock slow. but soft okay so like fred again is who i've been on lately and i saw him at the shrine and i've seen him up in, in seattle area like rufus to soul 
things of that nature. Just slow guys. Dua uh-huh. Lipa is my girl. Yeah. I'm not okay. on the Taylor Swift thing. I'm on Dua Lipa. Oh, mm. I can't do Taylor Swift. I'm um, sorry. I'm, I'm not, not on that. I'm not no. on it. You know what? I can respect her her journey, mm-hmm. but I, you're not going to like catch me like playing her music all the time. No, me Definitely. Either. I feel nothing. Like I feel like <laughs> usually when I listen to music, I feel something, whether it's like the lyrics is really good yeah. or the beat's really good, whatever. But I, I just don't feel that with Taylor Swift at all. Like good yeah. for you though. Like good for like good for her. Like yeah. do your thing. But for me, I don't I don't get that feeling that she's like McDonald's, do. right? You never eat McDonald's and you're like, that was a damn good burger <laughs> right there, huh? You're like, eh, it's everywhere though, right? Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. bit, I guess. Yeah. But shout yeah. out to her though. She's yeah. got a whole lot of money off of that tour. Totally. Yeah. She's doing good. But I did see the Beyonce movie the other day. Oh man. And is I there didn't a new, think is there a new one? Um, oh. about her Renaissance. Oh, we're, album. oh what is I it on? That one. In theaters. Oh okay. And I just saw it maybe two weekends ago. And I didn't think I was like a huge Beyonce fan, but now I'm like, okay, this is all. Yeah. I, that, so that's all I've been playing lately is just Beyonce. Oh, I, like <laughs> I feel that. like her latest album is very workout friendly. Yeah, yeah. Like her other songs are kind of, like, it's a vibe. Like I love Beyonce, like, but it's like more of a vibe. But like her latest album is very like you. Oh, for sure. You can get down to it. Yeah. Yeah. And like my, you do, you do the Spotify wrapped. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my algorithm is all messed up because of classes. I play my own Spotify. Mm. So I'm like, oh man, I can't share this with anyone because they're going to be like, what is all of this stuff? Because you got to appeal to the masses, but still have some stuff, like right. some deep cuts in mm-hmm. there. And Beyonce was number five and I was like, really? Mm. And then I was like, oh yeah, uh, that whole Renaissance album yeah. just had some bangers to I work know. out to. Yeah. I saw this meme where it was like, um, girls will post that thing on their store and they'll be like, oh my gosh, coincidence, so correct. And then like a guy commented, be like, yeah, no, it's data from the year. Like <laughs> it's factual. Like it's not some starry, like I'm a Sagittarius. Like, oh, they know me so well. It's kind of funny though, huh? Yeah. I like those though. I wish we had more things like that to recap other than music. Like, like if Netflix has something like that, that would be cool. like, this yeah. is what you watch throughout the year. Or like this is, YouTube. these are your favorite shoes that you've worn throughout the year. These are your favorite outfits that you wore throughout these the year. These are the websites you cool been right on. Yeah. yeah but then you'd have to like track and take pictures and stuff like that the whole time yeah or these are your favorite workouts that you did huh that'd yeah. be good or how many yeah. miles did you go the whole year that would be kind of cool right? yeah, yeah yeah things like that i saw my friend she um i don't know i mean i'm sure it's an app of some sort but she keeps track of what books she reads and how many books she's read oh yeah and it was like she had a goal of maybe like 40 books throughout the year or whatever and she reached like 34 of them and i was mm, like oh nice. that's good like that's a fun little yeah that's a thing. lot i mean i don't read that much at all but i don't <laughs> mm-hmm. think i've read a single book this year i think it's yeah. goodreads is mm. the app because oh. my friend and i read a lot and she keeps being like put your books on goodreads and i'm like you know what i just it's self it's like when you're a kid and you have to do the reading log you remember like, like oh, those re- you gotta yeah. turn it into your teacher i only did that for the free pizza hut little pizza <laughs> yeah did you guys get uh-huh. that too yeah we had like aquarium tickets like you'd get to go oh, to the aquarium cool. locally oh, we so. didn't do any of that yeah. uh, you just just read and sign the log and that's it we didn't get a prize so boring over there in yeah. sweden well huh? it's americans we have to get a gift for get everything paid. we do you you know? yeah hey this was before participation <laughs> trophies though so you actually did you yeah a little, a little mustard you read in all there. your books yeah huh? no you'd see kids get their pizza hut things and you'd be like oh i fucked up damn it like no, come on now <laughs> that was the best day yeah that was a good one i loved field day too that was like the best day there do you remember field day when you're did you oh you didn't have field day what was it they like honestly shut down like half of the classes for the kids and we would have like uh water balloon fights or obstacle courses oh, no, that's cool. and here's the cool part though is because you know when you have your recess with your class like there's like you're the kid you know where you rank in your class for tetherball or kickball or something like this this was like the olympics of the school so like if i was representing miss johnson's class because you know i was the top kid fastest kid or something like that now you got to go up against miss green's class oh, or miss right. bobby and yeah. then so now you got five you know fourth graders or whatever got to see who's the fastest in fourth grade oh, and like no. i was representing my class i was all going big, hard on field day that's all i know all the big dogs yeah no you i, I, I x'd out the calendar for field day i was like oh we got a month we gotta <laughs> eat clean you know like hey mom come on now no sloppy joes we got field day coming up i was serious about it this year right no we didn't do i mean we had i guess we did have kind of field days we had like track track and field days um but like we didn't do we didn't do that whole thing of like competing against classes. Did you guys ever have like a teachers versus students anything? Maybe like a kickball game. I think or they a had basketball? it in high school, like or like oh, okay. ninth, when you got older, like eighth ninth grade. We had it, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but like when we were little, no. Our teachers, that was, they were taking anger out on us. Okay. Like it, we would do dodgeball in the gym legit and you like just pelting them. Like that was your time. You know, there's always like one or two guy teachers that are young and in shape, yeah. just fucking kids up. Just oh, beam, no. beam, beam. So it was kind of funny. It was a little aggressive. How's your nutrition? Nutrition? Are you pretty big on it or do you just eat whatever? How do you kind of stay up on it? No, I mean, I have my weaknesses, but... What are your weaknesses? <laughs> um, pizza. Ah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> my death row meal is my dad's garlic pizza. Ooh. Yeah, and I always ask people, like, what's your death row meal? Like, you knew it was your last... I know you probably oh, wouldn't have sure. an appetite, but... Oh, I'd eat. Yeah, no, I, I'm a bottomless pit. Like, definitely. Hawaiian food, though, for okay. sure. Mm. Hawaiian food or just, like, a platter of good, like, maybe half carne asada, half, like, Baja fish tacos. And then okay. Hawaiian food, yeah. Okay. What about you? Ooh. That's a good, that's a really good I question. I was going to be weird and say Swedish shrimp, but... Um, if that's what you want. Yeah, that, if That's your last meal it's before good. you die? Oh, Honestly, man. that would be, I would be okay dying after that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I love the Swedish fish. I like that. I remember you were talking about Ireland. My uh-huh. favorite part of Ireland is just Conor McGregor, to be oh, honest God. with you. That's, I don't know much, but that doc is one of my favorite docs, that notorious one crazy. that came out a couple years ago. Did you ever finish that mm-hmm. one? That guy's a stud. How do they feel about him in Ireland? You know, is it like a noticeable, like, Jesus. oh, yeah, this is our guy? No, I don't think so. No, really? he's kind of like when he goes out, he's kind of crazy. Uh-huh. You know, so he, I don't know. I don't think he has the nicest rep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I would, I, I can see that. So I think they appreciate his sport and his athleticism right. and like kind of put an Ireland on the map for right. that. But yeah. But not him. I don't think, you know. Just because of his past. Were the people yeah. literally there? Like, he's kind of a leprechaun. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not scared of I don't know. I'm really short. Of, so oh, oh you're right too. How I'm tall like five are you? One or something. Five so. one. Oh. So you don't, yeah. So everyone's tall to me. I got you. Yeah. I like it. We go to Sweden and like everybody's super tall in Sweden too. So that's always good. But I like to see kind of different areas. Mm-hmm. And what's your cultural background? Polish. Polish. U- Ukrainian. Okay. Irish. So like... A lot of Eastern European in there. I just don't like look that. like any of that. Yeah. So, I don't know. My brother is blonde hair, blue eyes, though. And whenever we go out to eat, and like if like one of us picks up the bill, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Zaluski. And I'm like, no. Oh, 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 don't say that. She's like, actually, it's our honeymoon. Can we get a discount? Or we'll just like dessert? look at each other. Free and laugh. Cake? Like, people always think that we're dating. I'm like, wow. I wonder how many like people we've deterred from talking to me or my brother because it oh, looks no. like we're dating. Oh, yeah. no. I'm like, Jake, no, 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 go talk to her. Do you know what's worse than that, though, is the people who are actually dating that look related. Like, they oh, look yeah. like brother That's and sister. A weird one. And not just like, oh, same hair. No, same facial structure. Like, like you've they seen could a few couples. Be siblings. Yeah, they're like, mm. I don't know about that one. Like, my old like roommate, you guys remember my old roommate and yeah. his like oh. his his sister and his girlfriend looked like identical twins. Like it was yeah. just such a weird yeah, look. Weird. Yeah, where I was like, oh come on, you don't see that. Everybody else sees that. Yeah, yeah, no, that'd are, be weird. Are you in a relationship right now? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where'd you guys meet? Here, uh, the job in Huntington Beach. Mm. <laughs> cool. I know, and then COVID throws everyone in lockdown real quick, so it's either it works or it doesn't. And right. It worked. <laughs> right. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys live together? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's yep. the best, huh? Yeah. What are some of your guys' like favorite hobbies that you like to do when you're not working? Um, well, he's big into biking. Mm. So, like you know, cycling, I have a bike. Cycling. Yeah, I have a bike now. Oh. <laughs> so I'm getting ready for this. Got your 50 man. mile bike coming up. Um, <laughs> so he's like, you know, more of an outdoorsman. He likes to go camping, which I've had to, you know, take on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not my thing, but I'll, I will do it. And it's more so I don't like being in the tent. Yeah. At night. Right. You mean everything you don't else, love... like camping is great, like being out in nature. Right. I'm cool with the hiking and everything, but. Sleeping. It's like every, like my heart is like, <laughs> and I wear this aura ring. Do you guys know the aura ring that uh-huh. tracks your sleep and everything? Mm-hmm. When I go camping, it's like, you got two hours of sleep. And I'm like, I know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. That's crazy. Yeah. You mean you don't like being in this little appetizer, this little like burger patty, you know, like wrapper oh in the middle of, with all these animals and lions yeah. and all sorts of stuff. I don't know yeah. if I could do that either. I'm cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. Maybe if I was like high up, I don't, honestly, no, I'm good Even on camping. Even then, I mean, bears can climb. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. If we were ever to go camping, I would just be calculating like, huh, we pay how much for rent a month and we're spending three, four days camping. That, you see what I'm saying? Like, if, I'm if like, the, I'm losing money. Yeah. I'm like, I'm literally losing money being out here right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I pay for a roof. Why are we not using it? Yeah. Right? For real. Yeah. That's um, funny. We'll run together and then we like to cook together. So try not to go out to eat as much. Yeah. 
Um, trying to get his nutrition right too. Mm. <laughs> Where's he from? Um, he's from Ecuador. Originally, oh, that's cool. Originally, but that has grown up in like um, inland, sort of. I don't know. I'm bad with. It, of California. Of California. Yeah. Oh, got you. Yeah. Not far. Unimportant areas of California. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, I, I don't really know. People are yeah. like, oh, get on this freeway. I'm like, I still don't know. Just tell me the address on the phone and I'll get there. See, mm-hmm. when people try to tell me how to get to a place and they start bringing up the four or five, the one tent, this and that. What? No. I, I know. I'm like, so I'm which not... one does that, which exit does that one say? Right. <laughs> like, and they go north, south, west, east. Like, I don't, I, I know, don't. I know. And I don't so know the north yeah. and west and all the coordinate thing. I don't. Especially, no. I couldn't imagine. It struggles, like, for me. I couldn't imagine someone who, like, didn't grow up here because it's so unplanned. The off-ramps <laughs> and the on-ramps are just like, oh, there's some open space. Put it right there. But, like, everywhere else in the country, you have, like, if you're driving through Texas, you understand this town has four exits. Yeah. You have the first one, downtown, downtown, and then the last mm. one. And, like, you better pick. But it's just so crazy because all of a sudden you'll be going and you'll be like, oh, actually, zigzag. You're coming off to the left here. Go under the thing around the homeless guy. And, like, there's your destination, right? I can't do it. But GPSs are the best, right? Like, you just throw it in there and just follow it and just kind of like apple carplay is something i need in every car now yeah for sure <laughs> i love the like i just like the countdown like i like knowing that oh i'm exactly 15 minutes away mm. right you can play oh i'm 25 minutes away <laughs> i'm or, one mile away but 15 minutes away yeah <laughs> might that's as well just park and walk <laughs> yeah literally literally mm-hmm. that's yeah. something i because in sweden it's like when if you drive 45 minutes to get to a place you're driving far so oh yeah like you don't do that on a daily basis like that's like you no like that's very weird but here it's like oh yeah it takes me an hour to get to work i know what like but that's a normal thing like i have no issue sitting in a car for an hour now to get to a place and like we do that every single day yeah yeah but it's weird how like now that's normal totally. and then what i thought was like a very long car ride when I grew up in Sweden is now just like, it was a quick low drive. Like it's an hour and a half. It's fine. You know, I know. Has moving to Southern California been everything you thought it was going to be? Did you take trips out here a lot? Like as a kid, or you just said you came in cold with the job? I I did one road trip. I think it was in college where my friends and I drove from uh, San Diego up to San Francisco. Mm. And that's the only time I've been to California. Mm. So never saw Long Beach before I moved here. And then we, I don't think we stopped in Huntington. So I don't, I've never saw Huntington before I moved here and I didn't know anyone. I knew I had a couple like acquaintances that I knew before I moved out here. And then I think that's probably just the biggest thing is like, I didn't really know anyone moving out here. So I was homesick, probably like really homesick the first year or two. And then like, especially with the climate of COVID where you couldn't even see a lot of people anyways. Right. So, um, yeah, I think it's been everything I've thought it's been but like in very slow waves Mm -hmm. like I'm starting to really appreciate it I went home a couple months ago for a wedding and it was the first time and I've been here what like three and a half years that I like was like oh I feel okay about going back Mm -hmm. usually I'm like at home a little bit anxious to come back here Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh no no I I feel settled like I feel okay to go back yeah still very sad because I'm very close with my family so Hard to leave my family, but I felt okay. Like, oh, I actually have some pretty good things to go back to. Mm. I got it. Yeah, I like that. So it's been it's been definitely appreciating over time. Yeah. Do you guys have any pets? Um. Yeah, my boyfriend has a dog, oh. but I am an English bulldog. Oh. Like, Love. Th- it's my whole personality. <gasps> so oh, those little aliens walking around, aliens. those old men. <laughs> no. Okay, so Jeez. I have one at home. Okay. She's beautiful. She's a big, beautiful. What color is she? She is brindle. Oh, so, like the brown brindle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tri-color brindle, I think it's called. So Ooh. she's like Designer. Huh? I know, I know. That's she's so cool. beautiful. It's a, it was a bribe for my parents to surprise <laughs> me when I was a senior and undergraduate. And I wanted to live off campus for my graduate program. And they were like, hey, we now got you a bulldog, so you should uh, stay you home. You just stay home? And I was like, okay. <laughs> that's it. That's, and I'm that's my tattoo here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're deep in. You're invested right no, there. No, no, no. Huh. Like everyone, like, oh. I'm the easiest person to buy a gift for. You just get me some sort of, like, bulldog memorabilia. Oh, like bulldog a little cup socks. or a mug or yeah, something anything. like that? Yeah, oh anything. And it all gets used. <laughs> like, those are, like, my uh, most used things. We're going to have to order you something. My older funny. sister loves English bulldogs. Yeah. She, she had she's had three now 
Um, and then she had two and then now there's only one, but yeah, she, that's like, yeah. that's her thing. I think they're the cutest puppy, the number one cutest oh puppy God, so cute. they are and so cute. the ugliest adult. No. Like I, are you kidding? I don't think you understand. Like it's, I, oh, I love people that have them. They need homes, things like that. But oh boy, <laughs> okay. if I had to get one, I'd be like, get this thing out my house. No, I but I do feel people feel that way. They either love them or they're like, what yeah. is this thing? Yeah. But I'm yeah. like, no, this is the cutest potato that I need. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I just love them and people are like whoa you're so active and you mm. love this very inactive dog I was right. like duh because then <laughs> right. I can that's just what like, I need I can just like be with it I'm like yeah. I sit down for one hour a day yeah at least it's with a good yeah. nice couch potato oh my goodness I get that I lo- what's her name well Lucy. Lucy she was pre-named but she was um, what's the from Star Wars Princess Leia mm. uh-huh. and then she went to another home and she was named Lucy and then my parents got her when she was like four months because she didn't get along with, or the other dog didn't get along with her. Oh. So my parents helped her out and saved her. Oh, those names. As long as you get the name hashed out before like one years old. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what I feel like. I love how committed you are. I would never get a tattoo of Kino. <laughs> I don't really? even, that guy's always staring at me. Anyway, I don't want to see him on my, he's already <laughs> physically on my body too much. Yeah. I don't want that guy around. Oh. He's funny. I probably would. You would? I get a little face of him. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a little stamp. Little one. Little yeah. stamp. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. No, when I'm away from him, I want to be away from him because he's like <laughs> around way too much. But it's fun. He's sitting there. He has a, We have a little mural that she painted of him. And he's like Jesus in our room because he's, he's sitting like right on way top of up our on top yes, of the, he should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're just like, who? <laughs> it does look like who we're do we like worship here? Yeah. To like, him. If you walked in, they'd be like, oh, yeah, their dog is the God. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. It's like higher than all the other photos that we have in here. <laughs> it is. But yeah, it really is. I'm happy that you got a dog though dogs are the best like they're so vital to like everything and Mm -hmm. i don't understand people who aren't dog people no you know what i mean those are just like or people that get really scared too that's the weird part is like sometimes we'll walk places with kino and people will just be like oh my god or because he's really good off leash too so he'll walk off leash and then if someone sees that there's not a leash they'll like run into traffic and like jaywalk (laughs) and i'm like that was a lot more dangerous than what you did right now like you could have just asked or something like that but yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. How's your first kind of podcasting experience been? Yeah, it's been great. Having yeah. a good time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we really enjoyed you coming in and, you know, learning about what you do and kind of what you're into. Where do you see your career kind of going for over the next maybe like five to ten years? Or are you just somebody that kind of takes it day by day? I don't know. I think a little bit of both, you know. I put in, I can't tell you these specific goals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Umbrella yeah. goal. But, um, no, so I moved into the head coach position over at Orange Theory. Awesome. So I managed the, like, there's two sides of it. There's the studio manager, and then there's the head coach. So I oversee all the coaches and kind of coach development, more of, like, interacting with members, more so, like, the face of the mm. studio. How big is the team down there that you have? How many um, coaches do you have, like, under you guys? Right now, I think we have nine coaches. Oh, wow. That's more than I thought. Yeah. yeah. And then our staff is a little bit small right now. I think it's, like, six. And our membership base is around 700. Wow. Yeah. 700 people? people. Wow. Oh, in the area? Wow. That are that have members, yeah. memberships to that specific The one location. right here. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it used to be a lot bigger before COVID. So now we're trying to bring it back around and we're moving locations next to Trader Joe's. Oh, so I think that will like, that'll be, I don't know about the parking. We'll see how that goes, but foot traffic will be better because the one that Orange Theory in right now is like a little decrepit, I feel like. It's the one by Petco, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Whole Foods left and went to second and PCH. So when people are like, where is Orange Theory? I'm like, oh, the old Whole Foods. And they're like, oh, right. They're they're like, you're not in second and PCH. Yeah. Yeah. No, but we're we're going across the street and it'll be at the marketplace. You got to let them know, like, oh, you know where Five Guys is, though, right? (laughs) Like just three buildings down from that. Exactly. Work out and then go get your fries right after. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Well, we like to leave our guests with maybe two final questions before we get you out of here. Okay. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't bring up so far over the episode? Or did you just come in really free flowing, kind of ready to roll with anything? Um, I don't know if I talked about really my run club too much. Yeah. Which I think is part of like, how did the you community. S- yeah. How did you start that? So I started the run club just by. I work at all these gyms, so I stepped into the head coach role, and then I have quite a few clients over at Iconics, and I felt like I was just always working and working with amazing people that I really appreciate, and I felt like I was really helping in some capacity, physically, mentally, and then I was like, I want to work out with these people. Like, mm. they're really cool people, and I want to 
be with them through this like physically in their journey. So I was like, I'm going to start this run club. And if it sticks, it sticks. And then I had my first run club and it was like 25 people came or something. I was like, whoa, okay. I felt like, you know, the first like date, like the night before yeah. the first date, you're like, is anyone going to show oh, up? Yeah. You know, I was having that. Coming yeah. to my party. And it was so yeah. cool. Cause then it was like, really it lands that what I'm trying to do is actually helping people mm. that they showed up because they believe in how I'm coaching them. Yeah. And it's always been about really, it's not about the workout. We can get a great workout anywhere. It's about how do you feel after the 60 minutes, say at orange theater, right. the 50 minutes I have with you, it's more so that's one hour of your day. How are you going to feel the rest of mm. the day or the rest of the week? Do you feel like now you can conquer harder things right. because of what we, again, how you talk to yourself, like how you train, what's going on mentally. So I just wanted a chance to feel that with people. Yeah. That's so awesome. it's stuck. And then now it's every Tuesday night awesome. and it's been great. And we just kind of hang out and I'm going to start to do like every other weekend so that it becomes more community that we meet at a coffee shop we run and then we have a coffee after. Oh, I love that. How far do you guys run? It's been three to four miles okay. and it was great in the summer cause it was sunny and we got the sunset yeah. and it was beautiful. And now it's been dark. So it's been like headlamps. Yeah. I bring glow sticks and like, <laughs> it's still fun. Yeah. But I, people are missing that. Like after I used to bring like coconut waters, mm. we would all have coconut waters and like hang out in the grass yeah. and then we're, they're missing that. So they're like, Oh, I want to meet new people. This is so great. So we're going to meet at coffee shops and that'll be I a good way that. to like support local too. Yeah. That we can, like, find a different coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. That's right now I'm cool. on uh, Black Dog. Have you guys been? Black Dog? Black Dog Coffee. I've no. seen it online, but oh, where's Black man, Dog at? Oh, man, it's so good. It's on 3rd and Orange, maybe. Oh. Don't quote me on that cross street, but very close to yeah. that. Got it. So you'd have to probably like walk or take a bike or a bird scooter or something because right. it's not the best parking, okay. but the coffee is really good. Oh, I'll check that out. Yeah, we'll I'm, check I that love out. coffee. I, yeah. yeah, we like, and I don't drink coffee, but I like coffee shops for some reason. Yeah. Like, I it's just love vibe. the vibe of, mm -hmm. yeah, working, doing things like that. I'm a juice guy. You know, okay. Okay. Give me okay. something else. Got your orange juice. I have an important question that I wanted to ask before you get out of here mm -hmm. is, you talk about like the average person, right? Mm -hmm. And luckily you have an extensive background. I have an extensive like athletic background. So fortunately we've always been coached throughout our childhood to just from the get go, like, oh, this is how you lift weights. This is how you stay hydrated. This is how you do yeah. things like that. So the average person, I'm sure you deal with this day to day. I didn't realize how behind the eight ball, like the average person that comes in that has like, oh, I never played a sport, didn't do no dance, yeah. no nothing. They just show up and they're like, yep, I'm a 28 or 29 now. And like, let's figure out this whole gym thing. And you're yeah. like, oh, you have to start with like, well, this is a dumbbell. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? This is this. So building it from up, the importance of finding good coaching. That's yeah. kind of what I want to do because that's what you've clearly dedicated your career to and you're really passionate about. Sometimes people want to go the short route. They want to go like, oh, I don't need help. I just, yeah, we just go in there and do these things. And you know what I mean? Yeah, just run. But they don't understand the importance of recovery, of really like, you know, getting your splits down, you know, yeah. really working everything and being intentional with all the workouts that you're doing that way you're not just walking in there and just like, Oh, I saw this girl do that once and this guy do that. And then yeah. we're going to, yeah, hang out by the water cooler and yep, that's a workout. Let's go. So like investing in, um, educating yourself properly on fitness and understanding that it's always a continued growth. You should always be learning new things. You should always be trying new things, right? Yeah. Speak to us about that from that perspective oh, of man, the person yeah. that is helping people grow. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different avenues of like an answer that could be. So like a lot of people get their information from Instagram, which is great or TikTok, but it is kind of saturated with a lot of people that might not already have the education. Mm -hmm. So it is very important to like Make sure the resources you're using, and I wish everyone had the financial resources to hire a personal trainer. Um, I just wish, I wish that I could do it for free for mm -hmm. everyone. Um, just because without the education, if you're just going to these socials and trying to find information, it might not always be really, you know, informational right. that in mm -hmm. the right direction of your growth. It's just something like, oh, I saw this one, so I'm going to TikTok mm -hmm. or Instagram, reel it. And then I think that kind of happens everywhere people are like, Oh, I saw this. So I'm just going to do that. Like what you're saying. And I don't know how much of that is based in science or education. And I think a lot of coaches, I, I think people have gotten better at hiring coaches, but sometimes coaches think because they like to work out, they can be a good coach and it doesn't always translate. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a hard thing. Like coaching, you know, in a big atmosphere and like a group of 30, 40 people. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to be the most educated, but 
personal training. And then what we're trying, what we do at Orange Theory is it's personal training in a group fitness setting. Mm. So you kind of have to know all of these things to do one-on-one and it can't just be like, Oh, it's because I saw it Yeah, yeah. and protecting people. I'm trying to make them stronger. Um, so it has to be based in science, but it's just hard to know where to start. And I just wish, wish everyone had the access yeah. to it, that. It would also be a really good sort of like door opener too, to be like, Hey, yeah, let's, let's get some help from somebody from a professional. Right. Yeah. And then at least build a foundation over however much time you need to do that. And then that would be better than just trying to raw dog it in there and yeah. like make yeah. it happen. Right. And get hurt. And yeah. Then... But I mean, it's true. Like I have a lot of people that are like, I've never lifted before. I've never picked up a dumbbell. I don't know what that is. So you do have to be patience and you have to know how to educate. Like I always think about if you could close your eyes, could I still coach you through a movement mm. without you even knowing what you're holding or what you're trying to? And I think that's where education has to come in. Because if I just say like lift it, you're going to be like, how? Right. Like, do yeah. I bend at the elbow? Do I go overhead? Yeah. What kind of lift and what muscles are we utilizing? Mm. And that's the same thing with nutrition. So when I get personal training clients, I also help them with nutrition because I have a certification in that. And it is crazy how many people just don't have the information for their body and what they need. So like protein, I mean, we hear all the time on socials, but one gram of protein per pound you weigh every day is what you should be eating Mm. to have like growth and also like healthy hair, skin, nails, all the good things. I think people are very undereducated in not just movements, but in how to take care of their body. Because, again, that's one hour a day, maybe three to four times a week. Right. Mm-hmm. What about the rest of the day with your nutrition? That's really what's going to help the longevity of yeah. your life with the strength training implemented. But that education, too, is a whole other thing. They're yeah. like, wait, what is protein? What? Where do I get it? And, like, you, you just have to realize that, like, people don't know. Mm. Yeah. And that's it's cool to help people from yeah. ground zero, but it is very much a patience and just knowing that you have to be up on your certifications and mm. up on your education, which is great because I have all different personalities. Something I say to you might not stick with you and I have to figure right. out how to coach you, but you and you and you and you all in the same room and how to help you with your protein and help you with your carbs. But also you have this going on in your stomach and you have this going on in your mm. bloating and this the going on system. with your headaches yeah. and uh, this going on with your joints because you are inflama- inf- have inflammation from this food. And wow. it's like a whole puzzle yeah. yeah and everyone's a puzzle and it's cool but it, that puzzle starts with a box of yeah. all these things that you're like okay how are we gonna put it together right. for you yeah mm. you know wow i like what you're saying there you're definitely and we're barely scratching the surface obviously i just wanted to do this episode because i knew you had such an awesome kind of thing going on and a good vibe so we just kind of wanted an intro episode hopefully we can have you back cool. you know sometime soon and yeah, yeah. you know we can get into dive like dive deeper into other topics but The last thing we like to ask all our guests that come on are who are maybe like two to three people within maybe even like the Long Beach community or Southern California that maybe we could invite on the show that you'd like to see maybe get an episode just like yourself. It could be somebody we're looking for. That's why I like, I know I like cold messaged you and was just like, Hey, can you get on the show? We're looking (laughs) for like stronger female voices. Okay. They can just be regular guys like me too. But like, we're really, we've been very dude happy or like on this show. So we're trying to just really expand and have more like super fun, lighthearted spirit souls. They could be maybe like a small business owner. They could have a cool job like you, you know what I mean? It just doesn't really matter. Just people that you respect. Mm. Oh man. I mean, I work with so many people. I'm trying to think of people outside of the realm I work with. I mean, my mind immediately goes to another trainer. She's actually my trainer. Oh, trainer cool. new tra- trainers need trainers too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, she's my trainer. Her name's Lo. Um, she works at Iconics. I don't mm. know how open she would be to doing something like this, but she has more of like a holistic vibe on her whole entire life than mm. probably oh, I fun. do. So she's pretty amazing. Um, Robin is a great trainer at Iconics, and she is like 40 or 50 something. Mm-hmm. And she is like, everyone's like, I want to look like yeah. Robin. Yeah. Robin yeah. Yeah. But she's great. But I'll, I can. Think of some names and probably yeah. get back to you. Yeah, just watch. Let us know. When you're cooking dinner, you're going to be like, yeah. oh, I'm like, dang. Oh, yeah, because like, even outside of maybe just like the coaching space too, because I do interact with a lot of brands mm. that I have to try to get, you know, partnerships with, not me personally with um, Orange Theory. Yeah. Um, so I do come in contact with a lot of cool brands as yeah. well. Yeah. So That'd I don't know if you're awesome. looking just in the health and wellness space. 
anything. It can be anything. Yeah. That's the cool part about this show is what did we have on earlier today? We had an independent artist. She's dedicated her life to singing. She came from the Baltimore area and is building up, you know, one of she's trying to create a career with music. So who do we have last? We had like pilots on and you know what I mean? Tattoo artist. Yeah. Oh, I'll think of some people. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Anybody. We like to keep it the best compliment we get is the I think I told you on the phone, like that we have so many different kinds of people on this show that people don't know what this show is about. <laughs> and that's like a good compliment because we're like, oh, yeah, we're doing it right. Mm, like I yeah. want to get the overall essence, like the pillars of what kind of people are about, not just like, oh, yeah, well, all the health and wellness people are doing this. But like, well, no, what is the guy who owns like a bar doing? You know what I mean? Like how does yeah, he maintain cool. his success and yeah. happiness and things like that? Mm, but cool. hey, yeah. we thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Hope you Thanks. had a good time. It's been awesome. Guys, this has been Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm Venture. I'm Hannah. And I hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Bye.